Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Hey folks, we'll start the show here in just a second. But did you know that you can add 97 points to your credit score even though you might not know how to do it? Well, I have the solution for you. It's ScoreMaster, and it's the new credit science that super boosts your credit score. Forget raising your credit score a few points. The average ScoreMaster user raises their credit score 61 points in just 20 days or less. I follow my credit score all the time. That is unheard of. Say your credit score was in the high 500s to mid 600s when you bought that new car. Well, if you'd gone to ScoreMaster first and raised your credit score just the average 61 points our listeners get, you could have saved nine grand on your car loan. And if you own a business, you know how essential great credit is. From getting a loan to funding projects to financing equipment, go to ScoreMaster first and see how super boosting your credit score can save you a fortune. ScoreMaster puts you in control of your finances, not the banks. Enroll in minutes and see how many plus points ScoreMaster can add to your credit score. Visit scoremaster.com slash offer. Scoremaster.com slash offer. And now let the cartoons begin. Broadcasting from Resistance Headquarters. Relentlessly fighting back against the clown dictator and his regime of deplorables. Never give up, never surrender. This is the Bob Seska Show, presented by BubbleGenius.com. Why is that door closed? How are we supposed to know? We're not supposed to move, right? Who closed that door? I think a screw fell out of it. It just closed, sir. Who? (laughs) She doesn't talk, sir. Give me that screw. I don't have it. You want me to yank you out of that seat and shake it out of you? I don't have it. Screws fall out all the time. The world's an imperfect place. Give it to me, Bender. Excuse me, sir. Why would anybody want to steal a screw? Watch it, young lady. Andrew Clark! Get up here. Come on, front and center. Let's go. (laughs) Hey, how come Andrew gets to get up? That's right. If he gets up, we'll all get up. It'll be anarchy! Okay, watch, watch the magazine. It's out of my hands. That's very clever, sir. But what if there's a fire? I think violating fire codes and endangering the lives of children would be unwise at this juncture in your career, sir. All right, what are you doing with this? What are you doing with it? Get this out of here, for God's sake. What's the matter with you? Come on! Well, you know, the school comes equipped with fire exits at either end of the library. Show Dick some respect. Bob Seska. Today's Rachel Maddow Show Award for Headline Excellence goes to Bob Seska. The Bob Seska Show. 
Yeah, uh, Baron Trump tested positive, so I think violating fire codes and endangering the lives of children would be unwise at this juncture in your career. Mr. Trump. From our nation's capital, it is Thursday, October 15, 2020, and this is the Bob Seska Show, presented by BubbleGenius.com. Hi, my name is Bob. Hello. Hello, Bob. Oh, hi. 1,365 days into the Trump crisis so far. I don't know why I said it differently that time, but fuck it. 19 days into the 2020 presidential election, just about a couple of weeks away. And, of course, we got to bring him in. It's the Goth Ninja. Shut up! Oh, wait. Shut what? The- I pressed the wrong button. It's the it's the Goth Ninja. There we go. Stupid, stupid buttons. But, yeah. W- welcome. <laughs> We're off to a splendid start. Another... Another good-looking Thursday here, everybody. Welcome to the show. It's David T. Rex Ferguson from the T. Rex Report podcast, patreon.com slash the T. Rex Report, also at astralsummer.bandcamp.com. That is his music project. And Jody Hamilton from the From the Bunker podcast, from dash the dash bunker.com, also at sexyliberal.com with the entire Sexy Liberal Podcast Network lineup of shows. It's your podcast superstation, sexyliberal.com. Okay. But not super spreaders. No, definitely not. That's the president. The president is a super spreader. Did you guys see him dancing the other day? Did you see? Yeah. What the- is up with that? What is why? Why? Yeah. Adderall steroids. Wait, is the, is the ice cream man showing up at your front door, David? Is that was that that noise? I just I forgot to silence my phone. I have uh, wind chimes as the sound of my phone ringing. Oh, okay, I get it. Which I kind of it. sucks when I go to somebody's house that has those kind of wind chimes because I'm like, hello, <laughs> uh oh, never mind. So it drives me batshit. This is the shit that I notice. And one of the things I notice over and over again, Stephanie Miller is the same way. The way he dances, there are no human beings who dance like Donald Trump dances. (laughs) He does this thing with his fists where he's, you know, he's just trying to do the the usual move, and it's kind of, you know... The usual pe- white guy underbite. Yeah, exactly. Right. Normal people just do it in a certain way where their arms are a little bit more relaxed. He looks like he's knocking on two separate doors at the same time. He's got <laughs> he that forward-facing fist. I don't know what the fuck is going... Okay, it's it's kind of like... Uh, we've said this a million times. This is v- Vincent D'Onofrio in Men in Black. He's just a guy in a human yeah. suit trying desperately to mimic human behavior and failing badly at it. So... Let's see what else is going on here today. Where, where do we start? Um, Twitter has uh, suspended not only Kaylee McEnany, not only her personal account. I, I think suspended for good. I think she was. Into, I think she was really? booted. Off, yeah, I think she was permanently booted from Twitter. But they also just suspended today the Team Trump account. I saw that. <laughs> Yeah, wow. <laughs> for spreading disinformation, I guess. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, I think I think the uh, straw that broke the camel's back, or the the straw that broke Jack Dorsey's back, is uh, the New York Post article, which is just absolutely fucking horrible. For what any, does it say? oh, you're unaware I of this. Oh, nope, I, nope. J- Jody, do we even talk about this? I mean, that's the question. Do we even get into this New York Post piece? Because it is. It's, well, it's all bull, and, and, and the proper authorities and the proper everybody's going, no, the, the, it looks like the emails are forged, Yeah, to name one problem. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, how do you drop off a, a laptop, and then all of a sudden you're going to get in touch with Rudy Giuliani? I mean, it just, none of it sounds real. Yeah, and they caught up with the guy 
who ran the I computer I still don't store. know what we're talking about. Okay, let me, let's, okay, let's set this up for David and, and everyone else who's <laughs> unaware of the, what the New York Post published. So there's this guy who runs a computer fix-it store. That's where it starts, in the uh, lovely state of Delaware. Hello. I'm in okay. Delaware. And so apparently... In Wayne's Hunt- world. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, Hunter Biden apparently brought his laptop and his MacBook into this computer repair shop for alleged water damage. Now, we don't know if any of these details are factually accurate because, again, New York Post. So he brings his laptop in, allegedly, and the guy who runs the shop, who is a Oh, my God. The red hat of all red hats. This guy is fucking nuts. In fact, I think some members of the press caught up with him and tried to interview him. And he's Uh just bananas. I don't know if he's full like QAnon bananas, but he's, you know, he's nuts. He's bananas. So he takes the laptop apart to try to fix it and then starts scrounging through the hard drive. Apparently, because he's a Trump supporter, he knows it's Hunter Biden's laptop because it's got a Bo Biden Foundation sticker on it. So he starts, this guy starts searching through the emails. He starts searching through the videos. He notices some emails to uh, a Ukrainian official from Hunter Biden about trying to set up a meeting with Joe Biden. And it's all fucking horseshit. So what the guy does is he takes the laptop out. As far as I know, I mean, this is my interpretation of the story. There could be, I could be missing some details because this goddamn article is red hot right now as far as being just do not touch do not look so this guy takes the laptop and or at least the hard drive out of the laptop and delivers it to rudy giuliani's lawyer because that's what you do <laughs> right well malcolm nance yeah, is when you're saying, entrusted with a stranger's computer yeah yeah well malcolm nance is saying that this is absolutely a uh, a russian operation Garbage. this is sort of, of this is, is the spy craft he's in fact malcolm posted a spy craft alert or I should say a bad spycraft right. alert. He said the laptop, briefcase, safe, hard drive, purse, wallet, jacket pocket, full of accidentally abandoned quote unquote secrets is an old KGB FSB technique of planting data to be quote unquote suddenly discovered just for a gullible news media. And that's a, that's where the New York Post fell for it. It also suggests that um, this meeting was taking place uh, while Joe Biden was trying to get the uh, prosecutor general in Ukraine fired. Fired, right. Right, which only happened. I mean, the timing just doesn't line up in all of this. There's no way Joe Biden did not want that uh, prosecutor general fired in order to take the heat off of Burisma because, um, if I recall correctly, I think the investigation had already ended or it hadn't even started yet, one or the other. But the Washington Post has confirmed that there was no attempt. Joe Biden did not push out a Ukrainian, this uh, Ukrainian prosecutor for the investigation of his son. This is confirmed by the Washington Post. And so, it's confirmed by the Senate Republicans. Exactly fucking right. I mean, they just spent, Ron Johnson spent all this time looking into this matter and found absolutely fucking bupkis. He was not able to find a goddamn bit of uh, wrongdoing in, in all of this, especially on behalf of Joe Biden. All of the facts in this particular article need to be questioned in terms of the veracity, but at least in terms of what the article says, there was no reaction 
from Joe Biden. There was no email saying, oh, yes, from Joe Biden to uh, Hunter Biden. Yes, let's set up this meeting and have this meeting. Nothing yeah, there like was no that Eric, was there. there was no, what, Donald Trump Jr. going, I love no, it, I love give it. me more. Yeah. yeah, there was none of that. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. Well, the other thing they found is apparently a video on this laptop of Hunter Biden having sex with an unidentified woman while, so? like, cracked up to the gills or something like so? that. So, yeah, who the fuck cares? First of all, so? Hunter Biden isn't running for president. Exactly. Secondly, he's a fucking human being. There was mm. nothing illegal about that. No. But one of the kickers to this story is at last night's Trump rally, the president who wanted to really dig into uh, all of these scandals. First, he started. <laughs> this is such a great illustration of <laughs> karma. I just love this moment. You can find them. I'm not going to play the audio, but if you can find the moment in Aaron Rupar's Twitter feed, go watch this moment with Donald Trump because he's going off about Bruce Orr and Nellie Orr, two innocent people that Donald Trump has just decided at some point or another to turn into the latest deep state conspirators. Let's just attack these people, these completely innocent people and ruin their lives because Donald Trump is an insecure, brittle little motherfucker. So uh, he's going off about how Bruce Orr was just fired. This villain, according to Trump, was finally shit canned. <laughs> and then and the he audience starts- is just totally blank. Oh, well, I mean, the Red Hats were, of course, cheering along. They don't know who the fuck any of these people are. Uh, But then he starts talking, and this is the karma part. Immediately after talking about uh, Bruce Orr and uh, demonizing Bruce Orr, he starts talking about Burisma. And instead of saying Burisma, he's saying Burmesia. Burmesia. Oh, I had a patch of that on my arm. Dermatologist (laughs) gave me some cream for it. (laughs) Yeah. And he can't stop saying Burisima to the or Burmesia. Burmesia, yeah. To the point says, where well, that's how some people, you know, tell you to pronounce it. It's like no, no, no. And, and he says that's how they pronounce it in Ukraine. No, that's how they say no. they say Burmesia instead <laughs> that's of Burisma. That's a Burisma. big yet. Uh-huh. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So he fucked that one up. The guy who then spent all morning on with uh, Stuart Varney on Fox Business Channel talking about Joe Biden's cognitive issues, allegedly, couldn't even name the name of the energy company. I mean, he was, the whole impeachment had to do with Burisma. That was the centerpiece. And he couldn't even say Burisma. So that's kind of what we're talking about, David, when we talk about this New York Post article. So what's happening is... It's just a Russian op thing. Yeah, exactly. So you can't even tweet it out. Twitter will not let you tweet that article because it is so loaded with bullshit and disinformation and all the rest of it. So obviously a scam. This is Rudy Giuliani's big October surprise. And it's a good thing that Donald Trump isn't paying him because he doesn't deserve a paycheck for this bullshit. (laughs) Certainly, certainly, I urge you guys it. to check out the public enemy song "Letter to the New York Post." It's a letter to the New York Post, and it's 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 very <laughs> nothing good. has changed in yeah. the last twenty two years or oh, however yeah, many yeah. years. That's Rupert Burnock's rag. I mean, this America's is... longest continually published rag of bullshit. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the New York Post is basically the published version of the of Fox News Channel. So now the Republicans are whining like the little whiny diaper babies that they are about how now uh, the- You won't let us spread our propaganda. Yeah. It's, First Amendment rights. It's, it's Twitter and Facebook, by the way. Facebook is also blocking posts yeah. with the, the New York Post article in it. So you can't do it anywhere. 
And so the Republicans are just pissing their pants, pissing in their big boy pants. They're saying it's a First Amendment violation. It's not because Twitter and Facebook are not the government, and they have rules. And if you sp- and if <laughs> you spin, still they, don't it, understand. And how it's that like, works. and and the funny thing is, it's like, okay, guys, you know, they are kind of saying, well, I guess they want to the head of what's his name who runs Twitter to testify in front of Congress about all these mm-hmm. horrible censorship decisions. Yeah. It's a private entity. Oh, they yeah. have a right to do anything as long as it's across the board. If it's specific, they only do it to one person or one type of people. That's one thing. Mm-hmm. But if it's, hey, you've done this and you're and everybody else that's done it has the same problem, then they're not doing anything wrong or illegal. Yeah, exactly. And that's what they're doing. The Republicans are trying to subpoena Jack Dorsey to come in and (laughs) sit for hearings. He's got nothing better to do. Yeah. Uh, Ted Cruz said, Twitter is actively blocking right now this instant stories from the New York Post. On Tuesday, the Judiciary Committee, the full committee, will be voting on subpoenas to subpoena Jack Dorsey to come before our committee. Yeah. I mean, first of all, Ted Cruz shouldn't do that to the English language. Second of all, uh, good luck, guys. They're just making things worse for themselves. They're, they are crashing and burning. They are melting down, and they don't even seem to know it. People are trying desperately to make ends meet right now because of this pandemic and everything that's uh, fallen in because of it. And, and Ted Cruz is subpoenaing Twitter to come in and talk about why an obviously bullshit story is being uh, blocked on this particular platform. It's the free market. I don't know why the Republican Party is suddenly so opposed to letting the free market work it out, right? Well, because they've been able to check to gush misinformation unchecked for right. 30 years. Yeah. And when someone actually tries to fact check them on it, it's just like, <gasps> how dare you? You know, yeah, it's yeah. like when the battered wife, you know, finally pulls a knife on their abuser. <laughs> right. Um, and they're just like, oh, yeah. you know, little lady, you should not have done that. You know, like, yeah. Uh, well, it, it's and because just, hearings with Twitter and Facebook are way more important than COVID relief. Well, yeah, and this thing, this whole thing, blows me away because this is the same story again, going back to uh, at least a year ago, if not more. I think going back to August of 2019, maybe actually April of 2019, mm-hmm. when the entire plot got started. You think, okay, maybe we shouldn't call attention to the thing that Trump was impeached about. Mm-hmm. Maybe we shouldn't be calling attention to this stupid, stupid thing. Certainly not with an obvious mispronunciation. You know, it's so, so absurd. So we'll see how this all plays out, but it's not going to work out well for the Republicans right now. This is, this is panic mode for all of these guys. And I'm not necessarily suggesting that we're at a place where we can relax or get comfortable or get happy or anything like that at this point. Have you guys voted? I, can give you I know you voted, numbers. Jody. Have you voted yet, Bob? I have my ballot sitting right here. Okay, I'm, let me I'm, tell I'm you. As put a, it in the Dropbox tomorrow. I, I have a, the U.S. Elections Project, which is taking everything that's coming in from the states that are reporting yeah. ballots that have been accepted, I believe, not just voting, but those that have been accepted. Mm-hmm. As of right now, 17,560,471 ballots have been accepted. Wow. 2,092,131 in Florida. million and some change in Texas, 1.6 million, almost 1.7 million in California, and Florida's already counting their votes. Wow, yeah, that's right. We may actually know a Florida result on election night. I think that's the... uh, If if it goes to Biden, there is no... I don't think there is a map that allows Trump to win at that point. No, no. That's going to be really tough. When I dropped my ballot in the box, I went, I'm speaking. 
And just so you also know, (laughs) the percentage of votes right now cast equals 12.7% of the entire vote counted in 2016. Not to this point, but the whole vote. So we're already, I mean, by the end of next week, we'll be at at least a quarter of the vote from the previous election in its entirety, if not farther along. We might be at 50% by the end of next week. Right. Did either of you notice any lines where you are? Because that's been the other kind of soul-crushing aspect of this. People having to wait in these lines that seem like they're miles long. I mean, this is so fucking absurd. You can go up to a Wendy's and pick up a hamburger in like 30 seconds but to actually exercise your your right in a representative democracy, you know, you have to stand in line all goddamn day. I mean, there were some people, didn't they wait in line 12 hours? In Georgia, I believe. Jesus yeah. Christ. How can the world's greatest democracy not be able to do democracy? They don't want to. <laughs> this is insane. Yeah, it's because half the politicians that are elected are, are anti-democratic what was it mm. what's his face ron johnson was it ron johnson who said yeah like, democracy yeah from the uh, ridgemont stereo store i think he's the well, mike lee too he yeah. doesn't like democracy that's mike it was mike lee mike he was, lee like, you yeah. Know, yeah rank democracy well, and i was just like i love the smell of rank democracy <laughs> in the morning so do i know see for me i just right now california doesn't allow in-person early voting until a week mm-hmm. from saturday yeah so the lines actually are for people lining up to the drop boxes Oh, gotcha. Wow. And in Cal- in in LA County, I believe we have like 400 drop boxes. Thank uh, you very much, LA yeah. County, unlike Harris County, Texas, which has one for four and a half million people. I thought that got overturned. Yeah. Um I th- it might have, but still they got to install them and, you know, it's got to happen. Harris County, they've got like a 97% voter registration. That's and Travis got, County like, does. Oh, yeah. Travis County, yeah. yeah. I, I was. I just remember hearing that the other night on the news and being like, "Wow, man, this is bad news for Republicans when this well, many people are voting." And that's one of the reasons we have lines in Georgia, right? Because we're having an unprecedented wave. Tur- of, yeah, the turnout. Uh, yeah, and I don't know if you guys know this at this point, but uh, the California Republican Party says it will yeah. not comply with the state's yeah. cease and desist order on the fake ballot drop boxes that they have installed. I mean, this is a massive story. And if it wasn't mm-hmm. for this goddamn uh, New York Post thing and NBC making a critical error and the time for our attack has come, this story would be much, much fucking bigger because it should be. I mean, they well, said it's big here. Yeah. Well, they said <laughs> they said Wednesday it will not comply. The Republican no, Party then will they should not, be arrested. Yes, they should be arrested. I mean, the whole goddamn party should be shut down at this point for just being a big goddamn scam. But, because it's legal for me. To, it's because I already turned in my ballot. Okay, so say yeah. Lonnie says to me, Jody, I don't want to go to a Dropbox. I don't want to put it in the mail, and I don't want to turn it in early. Will you personally go deliver this, put it in the mailbox, or turn it into a Dropbox? Mm. That's legal. For for then me to set up a little drop box outside my house and invite all my neighbors, you know, everybody, hey, you know, you drop them all off here, I'll deliver them. And I don't know the people and they don't yeah. know me. They don't know I'm going to do that, mm-hmm. you know. And, and these drop boxes are hilarious looking, by the way. They look like <laughs> file cabinets. And it's just like, and it's just, you know, it's not because when you get your ballot here, it literally tells you where the closest drop box is to you. Yeah. Um, and what it looks like. Mm-hmm. So uh, California has, thank God, notified its voters. So people that have dropped their ballots off, I'd be concerned that they weren't being counted. Oh, absolutely. Um, yeah. Uh, that's That would be my... Yeah, and they're they, being dropped they're... off in GOP-laden places, which is like, oh, see, you see all these ballots weren't counted. Well, they were dropped. They were given to the wrong people, and they held them. It's not our... It's not 
Democrats' fault. It's y'all's fault. In fact, Buzz was saying on Tuesday that it's like an Alan Funt candid camera. Yeah. It's like they put like a little person inside and suddenly when you go up to put your ballot in the drop box, (laughs) the drop box starts to run away. You know, you're like, oh, exactly. Gotcha. (laughs) You've been funny. You're on candid camera or whatever it is. These drop boxes are only being promoted through GOP social media, which means they're only encouraging their own voters Mm -hmm. to fall for this. And it's like I have friends that are unfortunately voting for Trump. And I'm like, make sure you drop it off in a valid drop box or pop it in the mail or turn it in in person. Because if you drop it in that box, it may not get counted. Luckily, we have ballot tracks here. And it takes about four or five days if you drop it in a drop box for you to find out that it's been counted. Mine will be accepted and it has been accepted and will be counted on election day. Mm. Um, But yeah, I mean, as far as early voting here, I'll let you know on October 24th if I see any um, lines. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, but we've already cast so many votes in California, and probably by by early voting day, it'll be at least double that in California. Granted, that's not quite; it's about five percent of us that can of the state's population, mm-hmm. but that's still a lot of voters. Yeah, yeah, and you know, I, I feel like I should have dropped this in the Dropbox long ago. Uh, my ballot, which is still sitting here on my desk, but there's something about it that I like just staring at it. I just like sitting here and looking at it. It's like, you know, if you have a... It's like cleaning a gun. Yeah, exactly. Like, exactly right. <laughs> <laughs> this is my voice right here. As you were saying, David, it's my voice. I mean, I don't know how many thousands of words I've written. seeking democracy missile. <laughs> exactly. I mean, I don't know how Can many... Can we make that the title of today's show, please? Yes, yes, we will. That is, like that, that is the name of the show. There we go. Um, so, uh, you know, I've written thousands of words over the last four years about Donald Trump. But I feel like this one right here is the most important word. Yeah. And all there's not even a word involved. It was just me filling a little circle and then sticking it in an envelope. So fuck you, Donald Trump. Fuck you! Um, so let's talk about NBC. Because yeah. that is immediate. And some of you will hear this show after Thursday night. So uh, hello and good day, future people. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Are I there, think you're one of those future people. Yes. Are there flying cars yet? Um, that's yet. my no. only question to no, the future people. Are you aware of this too, David? Because uh, NBC, yeah. yeah. I actually, I've come up with a bright side, but you go first. <laughs> okay, good. Because I can probably predict what the bright side is. Uh, but NBC has decided to run a competing town hall against Joe Biden's previously scheduled mm. ABC town hall. So NBC is throwing in with Donald Trump. At least in the ratings, because the entire goal, I mean, anyone who knows anything about how broadcast executives think, they're trying to win the ratings battle on the most coveted night of television in the entire week. That's Thursday night. Thursday night for NBC has historically been a huge deal. So what they're doing is they're trying to defeat Joe Biden's town hall in the ratings by putting on a Donald Trump town hall at the exact same fucking time, hosted by, I think, Savannah Guthrie. Yes. But there are NBC News uh, anchors and hosts and reporters and journalists who are pissed off about this. Rightfully so. Yeah. He had the opportunity to participate in this debate and Mm -hmm. forfeited it because he couldn't, he had stamped his foot and had a big baby tantrum because he couldn't have his way. Yep. 
So it's forfeit. But then mm-hmm. NBC is like, well, we'll just – but see, the, the bright side to me is that we'll actually see – like he was boasting and, you know, going on and on about the numbers from the first debate. Like most watched ever, blah, blah, blah. But like we'll see now Yeah, exactly. how many people tune into Joe Biden. And, like how many of those people watching were just watching for the train wreck? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And, uh, you know, go ahead. This, and NBC just – about an hour ago, put out a statement. Well, you know, ABC could move their town hall, and it's like, hey, dude. No, they were there. Joe first. Biden agreed to that. Well, it was Columbus first. Day on Monday? You know, so, I mean, and it's kind and, of in the spirit of colonialization. Like, you don't like it, you can leave. Well, and 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 that's the thing. It's like NBC. If you really were going to be fair about this, then you you either to me the the fairest for Donald Trump would have been later than Joe Biden because mm-hmm. he gets the rebuttal. Yeah. Yeah, you know, that's I mean, exactly right. That's a, actually a really good point. To put them on separate nights may be actually better for Donald Trump. And it would the, have been know? because then he could have watched, or somebody else would have watched it for him. Yeah, um, Joe <laughs> Biden, and then he would have had rebuttals to what Joe Biden was saying, like you would in a debate. Mm-hmm. And Joe Biden wouldn't have the opportunity to rebut that because he would have been on the night before or an hour and a half before. Yeah. And so it just was like NBC. I know you're trying to. They're like, well, Joe could move his. My view is like, Joe, move it to tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Right. Just I move mean, it to tomorrow, Joe. There's something. There's an advantage to giving Donald Trump 90 minutes on primetime television mm-hmm. the way he is right now. Because no matter what he does, every time he appears publicly, at least in a mass media kind of forum, it backfires badly True. against him. Because Trump always makes things worse for Trump. He's going to make things horrible for himself tonight. Um, but it's the spirit of it that is annoying mm-hmm. to me with NBC News. It is beyond annoying. It's infuriating. Because this should not be a matter of competition. NBC already is a little bit suspect because of 16 years of The Apprentice and The Celebrity Apprentice and the fact that Donald Trump and Mark Burnett are already talking about another Apprentice show after Trump leaves office, probably called Uh, The the Apprentice White House is going to be probably the show. And and where do you think that's going to fucking land? It's not going to be ABC or CBS. It's going to be NBC. It's going to be where the Apprentice franchise has and always And so they'll run it out of the prison that he's going to be? <laughs> right, yes. exactly. I mean, or that's out the... of Moscow? I mean, you know, mm-hmm. well, where the hell are they going to do that? He's going to prison or he's going to Russia, one of the two. Yeah, more motivation to make sure that there is comeuppance for all yeah. of this shit. You know, let me talk to media people who may be listening. People were, you know, there, there's been some trepidation that once Trump is no longer a daily agony, whenever that may be, mm-hmm. um, that the media viewership will fall off. Because I know that I've been more glued to TV news over the last couple of years. But media companies, if you want our attention, broadcast the trials. Yeah. Yep. yep. You know, bring us the punitive action because we are itching for it. Um, yeah. yeah. Well, And I, I, would, I would watch the shit out of watching Junior get brought up on charges. <laughs> you know, I mean... <laughs> I want to watch Junior sobbing into his hands as they hand down the verdict. That's the thing that I want to see most. Or or Donald Trump himself. I'll take that. Obviously, that's Mm -hmm. the bigger priority. But I wanted to mention this, too. I think it was the same article you were talking about just a second ago, Jody. But NBC News head Cesar Condi says, quote, We share in the frustration that our event will initially air alongside the first half of ABC's broadcast with Vice President Biden. Our decision is motivated only by fairness, not business considerations. That is horse shit. Bullshit. Oh, my God. Anytime. God damn it. 
we all know what these guys are all about. We know what network executives, what motivates them. This is not like, oh, yes, we're just going to hand out free airtime, 90 minutes of free airtime for a 90-minute Donald Trump commercial uh, just because we're feeling nice and fair. Not, that's not how it fucking works. They're, they've even got a, a an eye on the next Apprentice uh, show, or they're just trying to win the night, which is what they do. It's how it all works. I don't know when sweeps week. I don't know when fall sweeps are anymore. But it, it, this is just this is a, a November. A, yeah, okay, maybe it is November. This is a brazen grab at ad revenue. Plus, they probably already pre-sold all the advertising. Uh, with the debate in mind. And since the debate isn't happening, they got to stick something else mm. political in that spot. Mm. Otherwise, they're going to have to give back all that money. I mean, make right. no mistake, this is money that is built off of putting Donald Trump on their fucking air opposite Joe Biden. You know, I have a feeling it's going to go catastrophically awry. I just have this feeling. Something yeah. is going to, you know, I mean, Mercury went into retrograde yesterday, whether you believe in that stuff or not. Uh-huh. I kind of half do, half don't. Yeah. Uh, but it's supposed to be a wild ride and it goes out of retrograde on election day. Uh, mm. So it's this next month is just going to be fucked up and weird and nothing is really going to go like anyone intends for it to. Yeah. Well, I, I, his last town hall was a disaster. So, <laughs> uh, you know, if if the people there are really undecided, which is shocking, yeah. um, and we have any of the people that were at the last town hall, um, he can't he can't be like he was to Joe Biden mm-hmm. because then he's rude to a voter. Yeah. That that's, a, uh, that's what I want to see. I mean, that's why I will probably keep see, one eye. Why eyeballing. pack the room with undecided voters? Because undecided voters at this point, like I said, I think are people who get confused by how zippers work. <laughs> you know, they have that's to have true. directions <laughs> on like which shoe to put on which foot every morning. Right. Because it's just like you, uh, uh, these will not be the sharpest tacks in the box. No, no. Tonight. And I just would so much rather see some very smart people asking him questions. Yeah. But, Go ahead. Let's bring in the human paperweights. Mm-hmm. Um, well, just, yeah. I mean, my other concern too, uh, going back to the ratings conversation, is the fact that there is going to be a narrative that will emerge at least for a portion of tomorrow, if not more, that whatever the ratings end up being, the overnights, you know, there'll be lots of speculation. Oh, is this the portend of what'll happen in the election? Is this? No. Is it going to be this close? Because I imagine the ratings will be pretty much 50-50. And, and they're not going to necessarily reflect the status of the presidential race in terms of the polls because there will be a significant number of people who will just tune into Donald Trump because of the train wreck, because you're driving past the accident and you want to see the bodies. You know, that's why. Yeah. You want to see him crash and burn. It's like when casual NASCAR viewers dial it in and say, oh, yeah, maybe there'll be a crash in the next five minutes while I wait for another show to come on. I mean, that's why that's why uh, people so will watch. Yeah. Then that's why Donald Trump has an automatic advantage. It's the spectacle of Donald Trump. I guess that's part of the reason why I'm going to check it out. But it's only because I, you know, we're all in the business and I, you know, I have to cover this shit. I've been covering Donald Trump since day one. So and it will be a. <laughs> It will be a geyser of material. Yeah, like, yeah, guaranteed. Like we'll be, we'll get memes from tonight that will last until election day. So. Yeah, yeah. But I, but I do caution. I want to say uh, very explicitly that you should not watch tonight. <laughs> let let the <laughs> let the professionals take care of it. You watch. <laughs> 
You folks at home, watch the Joe Biden town hall. You'll get all of the clips from Aaron Rupar and some of the others. Daniel Dale, I'm sure, is going to be doing all of his fact-checking. I'll probably tweet a few things about it. Um, so you don't need to. And I would much rather give Joe Biden the ratings. If this is going to be turned into a competition between ABC and NBC, give Joe Biden the fucking yeah. ratings. Oh, by the way, I just noticed this come down from the Daily Beast, and don't fucking get happy, but Rupert Murdoch predicts a landslide win for Joe Biden, which I don't know. I, I always assume fuckery whenever I see a headline like that come down. <laughs> I just, okay, he's up to something. He's trying to pull some sort of Well, that's why they posted thing. that story in the Post. Oh, <laughs> that's right. Oh, uh, shit, I forgot. Uh, how he can owns I forget? the New York Post. I yeah, mean, come on. Exactly, you know? exactly. So I want to talk about the uh, Barrett hearings, the latest on that, some of the uh, events from yesterday. I haven't watched today at all, so I don't know what the hell's going on today, if they're even in they're session They're supposed today. to vote next Thursday, I believe, to get it out of committee. Jesus Christ. Or it's they're either voting today or next week to get it out of committee. And then, no, I think it's going to the House, uh, the, excuse me, the Senate floor next Thursday. It's yeah. It's been confusing today because they're not in session today. Mm -hmm. And I know I heard I'm not voting to confirm. And then there was a complaint that there wasn't a quorum. I see. So they're just kind of barreling through. And, and Graham wants a vote on the floor October 22nd, I believe. Oh, yeah. Which is some, I, I can't imagine McConnell it's stupid to me. Do it after the election when it's a lame duck. And I, I, I don't, it doesn't make sense. Because then Susan Collins loses her seat. She can still vote for it. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, as you can see, they're clearly not trying to get this done by November 10th. So Amy Coney Barrett can rule on election things and the Affordable Care Act. No, no. No, not at all. They, not they're at not all. even talking no. about it. It's not even it's on poignant. the table. It's poignant. It's poignant. <laughs> Poignant. Oh, my God. That's another thing I got to talk about. It's not poignant necessarily. That was a previous gaffe. I got to talk about Amy the COVID baron. Yeah, exactly. Um, yes. <laughs> exactly right. Well, there was another gaffe from yesterday that was really inexcusable and I think disqualifying. We're going to talk about that in just a second. But with so many things going on in the world nowadays, it feels like every day there's something new. But there's one thing that you can count on. It's that looking good makes you feel great. And we can all use a little bit of that these days. If you have under eye bags, dark circles, or crow's feet, imagine that they're gone without making an appointment or leaving the house. We're talking about Plexiderm here, of course, a clinically studied serum that visibly reduces the signs of aging in 10 minutes and lasts up to 10 hours. You've seen the before and after photos on TV and on social media. Well, you can add some confidence in your life knowing you look your best, even if you're having a makeup-free day. Plexiderm goes on clear, so nobody's going to know they're using it. In fact, that's why guys like it. And Plexiderm works great with oil-free makeup, too. Today, you can try a six-day application trial pack for just $14.95 with free shipping when you visit buyplx.com voices or call 800-685-1292 and give the code voices to the operator order today shipping is free and it's back with a 30-day money-back guarantee in case you don't like it make those wrinkles lines and under eye bags disappear with plexiderm visit buyplx.com slash voices or call 800-685-1292 and say the code voices at checkout thank you the bob seska show
Space. The Bump Assembly here uh, is a brand new single. It's another one of their isolation quarantine singles. This is called, uh, it's an instrumental called Under Cremaria. And Cremaria is a, uh, a kind of a flower, I understand. So that's a, uh, the video Cremaria is really, River. yeah, the video is really great. The video's got some uh, awesome visual effects in it, and you'll get the Under Cremaria title once you see the music video. Link in the description to support Freak Bass, my friend. One of the greats, one of the greats. The Ohio funk scene is uh, right. is so unique. And by the way, support all of our indie bands here on the show. In fact, you know what? We have a uh, another premiere. Uh, we're going to play a uh, like an album song from the great Nick Lutzko, who I spoke to on yesterday's show. Ah. And we're going to play one of his... I, I couldn't think of a better word, so I'm saying to him... Yeah, we're going to play one of your legitimate songs, as if his comedy Versus songs... Versus the illegit- illegitimate ones? Yeah. yeah. The other song's parents weren't married. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah, that's not legitimate. But you say non-satirical work. Non-satirical work, there thank you. you. It's all legitimate. It's all great. Uh, so I'm looking forward to uh, premiering a uh, Nick Lutzko song here on the show. Um, it's actually a song that... Uh, it's the studio version of the song he performed live on yesterday's uh, interview show, so you want to watch that. Uh, I feel like an idiot, because um, after he was done performing this song that we're going to play later on the show, I said that it was from an album of the same name. It's it's the song Sometimes. And I said, yes, this is uh, the title track from the album of the same name, and... Uh, <laughs> no, riddle. no, it's not. It's a single. There's a single called Sometimes. Actually, like... The album of the same name would be a great name for an album. Yes. Oh, my God. You should totally do that. That should be the name of the first Astral Summer album. Album of the same name. Um, but it's actually so on the day Sophomore Slump. About, yeah. Oh, yeah. Name the second record, Sophomore Slump. Homophonic. <laughs> yeah. With an adjective somebody used today. And I was like, oh, that's the name of our record. <laughs> I always think Homophonic. of, I always think of uh, Patrick Bateman saying, consummate professionalism. <laughs> that should be. I think that needs to be the title of an album. <laughs> Astral Summers, consummate professionalism. Yeah, the the album is called Swords. That's the name of the Nick Letzko album that has the song Sometimes on it. And my brain got all scrambled. I don't know why. Uh, got for Clemson Yeah, I blame the fire hose. Well, not blues. like we're all not completely mentally and emotionally exhausted. <laughs> no shit. Oh my god. I went to talk to Stephanie Miller yesterday morning, and of course everything's being done by video now and I saw myself in my own phone I saw the video image of myself and I go oh my god (laughs) oh my god I look like hell I look like hell I look like and I said this to Nick Lutzko on yesterday's show I feel like Nick Lutzko looks at the end of the boat parade song just the (laughs) red face sweating screaming disheveled just at the end of his rope (laughs) That is me. I mean, uh, John asked me last night, John Fugelsang asked me on his show last night, he said, well, how are you feeling, Bob? And that always catch, like blindsides me because people right, it's seldom- It's like a microaggression these days. Yeah, but- yeah, exactly. <laughs> I didn't even know what to say. I just said, oh, God. <laughs> that is that is about as far as it went. I was just like, oh, shit, how am I supposed to? Well, I, I feel terrible. <laughs> Doesn't everybody feel terrible? Uh, but you know what the nice thing is about this period of time here before the election is the hope because there's still 
hope. And at least we have that. That's at least waking me up in the morning and, and putting a spring in my step as I march it so across. It turns to dread for me, though. Just like <laughs> my brain goes, okay, so if we win the election or the Democrats win the election and we win it on election night and everything's clear, it's still yeah. like there's, you know, months of unrest to follow mm-hmm. potentially. I mean, the whole Michigan militia thing. Yeah, yeah. With, Ugh. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. There, there's, and I'm glad to see that some of the news organizations have stopped calling them uh, militias, and they have you started using the word terrorist, domestic terrorism, yeah. because that's exactly what it fucking is. You guys, uh, I'm sure you heard that uh, there was a similar plot against Ralph Northam, the governor of Virginia. Yes. And I wouldn't be surprised if more and more of these plots were uncovered. Certainly now, but if not after the election too. Because there's going to be a lot of pissed off red hats if things go the yeah. way we want them to go. So <laughs> brace yourselves. This ain't over. I think and they are living in a complete opposite. I mean, they are in their bubble and they firmly yeah. believe that the polls are wrong, mm-hmm. that there's this vast, you know, huge, uncounted, silent majority. Yeah. Yeah. Um, who are too stupid to answer the phone or they don't have opposable thumbs or something. Mm-hmm. He said they won't talk to pollsters. But. Right. And now the big victim card over Twitter and Facebook, right? Even though, you know what? The top six most viewed pages on Facebook, I saw this statistic. In fact, I think Nick Lutzko shared this statistic. The top six the other day were all Dan Bongino posts Same. on He's Facebook. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know why? Because... Facebook is giving preferential treatment. They cut deals with Ben Shapiro and the Daily Wire and Dan Bongino and all these guys so that they can do the targeted inauthentic behavior or whatever you call it. They can spam Facebook because they cut a deal with Facebook that no one else has been able to take advantage of. Uh, so consequently, the top 10 posts on Facebook are all red hats from Dan Bongino to it's usually Bongino and Ben Shapiro and fuck us all man those those guys are at least in the news and politics section on Apple Podcasts. those guys are all in the top five most listened to podcasts and I can only imagine that they do the same shit with those podcasts as they do with their book sales I think there's like bulk downloads or something or they get click farms and that's mm. the thing. I mean, click mm. farms are an mm. actual thing where you get yeah. you hire a company and they hire a room of 100 people who do nothing but click on your shit all day. Yeah, that's real. So if you see those numbers, I mean, I can't imagine people are just lining up to listen to fucking Dan Bongino with his giant bulbous forehead. And no one wants to hear him. He's an idiot. He doesn't know anything. He's just a screecher. And, uh, you know, not a very good one. He had dedicated his life to a constant impression of Curious George on Ether. (laughs) (laughs) I love the Curious George comparison. Oh, that's perfect. (laughs) That's perfect. But anyway, so uh, the Barrett hearings continue. And yesterday, (laughs) and as I said before, this is disqualifying what happened yesterday. And it was, it wasn't even, Jody, it wasn't even a question from a Democrat. It was a question from Ben Sass. Ben Sass asked Amy Coney Barrett if she could name the five freedoms listed yeah. in the First Amendment. And the, anyone who's up for a seat on the Supreme Court should be able to recite. Do that in their sleep. Yeah, yeah. recite word for word the entire Bill of Rights, if not all 27 amendments. Word Look, if for she fucking was a little, word. If she was a little weird on, say, amendments three and seven. Yeah. 
Yeah. That's one thing. I know. But this is the First Amendment. It's the most important one. Mm-hmm. And she doesn't like the fact that we have the right to redress. That's yeah. what she doesn't like. Right, right. That was the one that she couldn't name. Redress of right. grievances. I mean, again, no. she should have been able to name all of this shit like hanging upside she down by known her that voter intimidation is illegal. Yeah. She should have well, known. There's, there's that. Now, that. David, I'm going to have to go to my people and, you know, get all of the, <laughs> the arguments said to me. unilaterally delay the election. It just, no, like, no, no, David. I would have to go and talk to my clerks and listen to all the arguments before I cannot, because otherwise yeah. I'm a legal pundit, David. I mean, I'm sorry, Senator, but I cannot answer that question. <laughs> Uh, you uh, you know what you got to do, Jody? You got to make it almost like a little kid voice. Okay, so anyway, David, I can't. <laughs> I go. don't know how to do that. See, I would have to talk to all of my all of my little clerks and then have a tea party for us to discuss it, and then we'll get back to you. Otherwise, I sound like a pundit. <laughs> that is uh, phenomenal. I'm, I'm, I think that is our first. single tear That is away. the first legitimate Amy Coney Barrett impression. I think people need to be lining up to hire you. Jody, wait for the call from Lauren Michaels, because I think oh, that's right around, right around the corner. No, I'm serious. That's a great impression. I think we need to take full advantage of that moving forward. Oh, man. Oh, so She's yeah. just awful. I don't like the handmaid that she is. And why keep wearing red? It's just reinforcing the handmaid's tail. I know. I know. She do, Maybe she should have brought some notes instead of a blank, you I'm know, pretty sure Senate she's notepad. cosplaying as my Aunt Gladys's sofa. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, you know what? Uh, right after the hearings yesterday, Lindsey Graham broke the law. F you. I you guys oh. noticed this. They just, they just don't give a shit anymore. The Republicans are like, oh, well, the law, what's, boy. what's the law? Fuck it. Who cares about the law? Mm-hmm. Yesterday, he stood outside the hearing room and he said, I think people in South Carolina are excited about Judge Barrett. I don't know how much it affected fundraising today, but if you want to help me close the gap, I think the contest in South Carolina has taken on a sort of national profile. Yeah, you're not allowed to do that, Lindsay. You can't stand there in a federal building and uh, promote your fundraising. You can't do that. 18- it's interesting to me to watch him have to grovel, though. Yeah. Because usually the whole Lindsey Graham thing is so blasé and unaffected. I'm, you know, I'm just sitting here having a glass of lemonade, and I don't <laughs> care about much of anything. I'm my my secure. I'm, you know, I'll be reelected till I'm dead. Um, and so to hear him like. You know, stop yeah. in every single Fox News appearance and say, "Then go to lindsaygram.com and help me out because I don't know where all this other money's coming from." And it's like, <laughs> Lindsay, the money is coming from the fact that you are a pig, Awful. and we hate you, and you have the opposite of charisma. Yeah, like whatever that is, like that indefinable it that some people have that draws <laughs> you to them. You've got the antimatter version. Oh, like, he's it, it's all tied up down there, by the way, in South Carolina. It is, yeah. He is in serious danger of losing. But I should say, oh, please, he should, please, 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 please. <laughs> but and on top of that, he also needs to worry about 18 U.S. Code number 60 or section 607. It shall be unlawful for members of Congress to solicit or receive a donation of money or other thing of value in connection with a federal election while in any room or building occupied in the discharge of official duties. So congratulations, Lindsey Lindsey Graham. You just broke the fucking law. Trump is a fucking idiot. Mm -hmm. Well, He also waxed nostalgic on segregation. So there's that. (laughs) But he was kidding. 
That's what oh, Republic. Yeah. Whenever uh, that uh, happens, or he was just joking. Don't you know? Don't you know a joke when you joke. see it? F you. you know. <laughs> Carol Burnett is Everybody's your mom. Everybody's got to be so politically correct now. <laughs> Jody, Carol Burnett is your mom. You should be able to tell a joke when you see You'd one. Think. What's wrong You'd with think you? Think I would know. This is because all those slavery jokes just crack me up. The They're segregation hilarious. Jim Crow jokes. Just bring them on, man. Hilarious. Oh, God. Oh, by the way, Maisie Hirono, uh, who used to be my senator, one of the great senators from uh, Hawaii. She was amazing. She said to Amy Coney Barrett, you use the term, and this is for David, you use the term sexual preference, sexual preference yeah. to describe those in the LGBTQ community. And let me make clear, sexual preference is an offensive and outdated term, which it is. It is used by anti-LGBTQ activists to suggest that sexual orientation is a choice. So we kind of know, more or less, where she's going to land if a challenge to Obergefell comes down. Or something like that. Something. Oh, like, no. I knew that the minute I looked at her and saw her god-awful parted in the middle Pentecostal hair. <laughs> like, honey, leave in conditioner. It's a thing. <laughs> like, I just... Uh, uh, and, uh, I know. I mean, the, the, any queer person... And probably any liberated woman looks at that woman and knows exactly who she is. Mm -hmm. She is the woman that, like, Bill Burr was talking about on SNL. They've spent millennia co-signing with toxic masculinity, rolling in the blood money, and, like, you know, going to lynchings. I just, no, she is vile. By the way, how about that roller coaster ride watching the uh, Bill Burr monologue on SNL Saturday? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was gripping my uh, the arm of the sofa for a second. There. Yeah, but he made it through, didn't he? I thought he was going to crash and burn because of it, but he was no, he was he smart he was on a few of those jokes, and I was like, oh my god, I I actually can't believe it. <laughs> Bill Burr was. Uh, Kind of threaded the needle quite well, didn't he? Um, there were just a few areas where I was like, yeah, yikes. But, you know, it's good that there is art right. out there. There's comedy out there that is edgy and dangerous and yeah. makes people uncomfortable because that's mm-hmm. one of the jobs of artists. Yeah, exactly. It's not always to make you feel better. Yeah, yeah. Well, ultimately, he landed where he needed to land. And I think, <laughs> I just think he uh, may have slightly misread the room because the entire... the. I don't know how they're doing the audience on SNL, I but they were like, oh, shit, what do we do? We clap here. Do we laugh? How, how do we how do we handle <laughs> that's this? That's good. That's that's good comedy. You know, yeah. when people are like, <gasps> that was funny, but I feel like I just got dangled like Michael Jackson's baby. Yeah, that's <laughs> comedy. But let's go from Bill <laughs> Burr to Bill Barr. Because Bill I have Barr. to do the schadenfreude dance about all of these investigations coming up. Oh, yes. We got to talk about the unmasking investigation fizzling out. And <laughs> this is just it's one of my beautiful. favorite stories of it's the week. Beautiful. It's just like, this yeah. is what happens when you try to peel a balloon, you assholes. <laughs> like, you know, there's nothing there. Yeah. Like, and you tried to invent it and people resigned and the Justice Department was... Still dispensing justice, apparently, because they refuse to have a kangaroo court and mm-hmm. arrest Joe Biden and Barack Obama. And I just go ahead. Has Barr appeared in public at all? No, not I, that I know of. Hmm. Interesting. So no one knows where Bill Barr is yet. There is not Chris been a- Christie got out of the hospital, but we haven't heard from him since then. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, Melania is doing well, apparently. And so is Barron. That's one of the things that I remember most. Because he is healthy teenager. Yeah. <laughs> Never gets back. Right. Well, that's one of the things I remember most about the uh, Rose Garden Massacre 
was after it was wrapping up, I'm watching it on C-SPAN, and there's all that B-roll of just everyone coming up and close talking. Like Judge Reinhold in that episode of Seinfeld. Just getting, yeah, well, hugging. everyone close yeah. talking Bill Barr specifically. Mm-hmm. Like Kellyanne Conway was just all up in his face. You just, mean she has COVID? Yeah. I mean, and then COVID! <laughs> she tested positive, so she did have COVID. Uh, but she may have gotten it from the same event. So we don't know if it was before that. I don't know what the word is about immediately transferring it, like uh, being a host for like two seconds and then giving it to someone else. I don't know if that actually works that way. But yeah, there were a lot of people who were close talking with Bill Barr for some reason. I don't know if they wanted to get a good look at all the various moles all over his face or what, but it was they were getting really up in in Bill Barr's mug. So Mm -hmm. if Bill Barr's got it, he may have had a very serious, and I say this with a chuckle, because fuck me, um, he may have gotten a serious case of it. Because it, I guess what we have discovered is the closer you are to someone who's infected, the worse your infection is going to be because you're sucking in more of the COVID droplets, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, it may be the case. But so this unmasking probe has entirely fizzled out, crashed and burned, which is great. This is all about the <laughs> the origins or the or as Trump said, the oranges of the uh, Crossfire Hurricane investigation. And this specifically has to do with the unredacting or unmasking, as the Trump people are calling it, of some of these uh, intercepts. Like, for example, the intercepts of the conversations that Mike Flynn had with Sergei Kislyak, the uh, former Russian ambassador to the U.S. So he was having these conversations with Kislyak about the sanctions. And uh, either the National Security Council, someone had uh, had Mike Flynn's name unredacted. But it was only, I believe, after a FISA order allowed them to unredact it. That's my understanding of it. That certainly was the case with Carter Page, too, where he, his name was unredacted because they got a, a, a FISA court order to say, OK, yeah, that's fine. Because these well, intercepts Trump keeps insisting that they were spying on his campaign. Yeah, no, they were spying on when Russians. The, and they, were, they were listening to Russian gangsters. Talk yeah. And happened to hear Trump campaign personnel, including right. Jeff Sessions. Talking to them, and it's like, well, hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Everyone forgets their 2013 Snowden documents, right? Exactly. Everyone knows where I land on that whole story. But the fact of the matter is that we all learned how this process really, really works mm-hmm. with the FISA courts. Yep. Where what happens is the National Security Agency listens to overseas conversations. That's what they mm-hmm. do. And they, of well, course... Well, the F means foreign. Yes. The F in FISA is foreign. Yes, so. thank you. Exactly fucking right. So we, of course, monitor the uh, Russian ambassador, too. So mm-hmm. Sergey Kislyak, we're listening to those phone calls. Of co- because, of course, we are. Russia's listening to our ambassadors talk. Of course. So uh, that was the process that uh, Mike Flynn ended up getting caught up in by his own decision, by his own plans, his own plot as part of this uh, uh, collusion with Russia. But what happened was is this, uh, this investigation into that unmasking uh, fizzled and burned. So there was no wrongdoing here. Federal prosecutor appointed by uh, Bill Barr to review whether Obama-era officials improperly requested the identities of individuals whose names were redacted in intelligence documents has completed his work without finding any substantive wrongdoing, according to pe- people who are familiar with the matter. So fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck. There you go. Sorry, guys. 
<laughs> another one. Another big burn against Fox News Channel and Breitbart and all these rat bastards who've been pushing this ridiculous fucking unmasking story. I mean, wasn't there an IG report about this too? I mean, it just seems Yeah, yeah and then they fired the IG. Right. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, because the whole point is to suggest wrongdoing without any actual evidence of right. wrongdoing. Exactly. It's like they can take some of these Hunter Biden emails and find like all kinds of shit in there that means nothing but go, huh, look, see, talking, they were saying words, so they must be words against Donald Trump. Of course, they're trying to you know, rig the election or whatever the fuck it is. It's just abs- I think part of the deal, though, and you were talking about that earlier with, you know, uh, Bill Orr getting fired from the Justice Department. I mean, mm-hmm. it's like I said, he's screaming in hieroglyphics at this point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like any newcomer to like this whole discussion is going to hear Donald Trump talking and just be like, what's he going on about? Yeah, exactly. And 90% of it's all been debunked, but he just needs it to have the, the just the, the tiniest hint of legitimacy. Mm-hmm. You know, just to say that they're investigating. You know, people are looking very strongly into Hunter Biden. <laughs> very strongly, very powerfully. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> it's too bad that Hunter's not going to win the election. I mean, yeah, I know. I know. I'm, I'm really just, upset Hillary, about Hillary. I'm not voting well, I know. for Hillary. For Hillary, either. I don't think she's going to win. You know, with all the whole, you know, we're going to dump her emails again thing. So God she lost my vote. Yeah, totally. Well, I still have totally. my ballot. I still have my ballot here, so I can change it from Hunter Biden back to Joe Biden. So I'll just I'll do that after the show. Uh, did you know that the average American has ninety seven points they can add to their credit score and have no idea how to get those points? Well, Scoremasters, the new credit science that super boosts your credit score. Forget raising your credit score a few points. The average Scoremaster user raises their credit score a whopping sixty one points in just twenty days or less. If you'd gone to Scoremaster before applying for a home loan and raised your score just the average 61 points our listeners get you could have saved almost 100 grand over the life of your loan scoremaster puts you in control of your finances not the banks enroll in minutes and see how many plus points scoremaster could add to your credit score visit scoremaster.com slash offer scoremaster.com slash offer thank you bob seska Swinging for the fences, hanging from the moon I cut my tongue on the rust of a silver spoon I bet my billionth bottom dollar on a hopeless case And now the devil on my shoulder has a nap to my face Sometimes the short end of the stick is the sharpest Sometimes the only road to take is the darkest Sometimes all you gotta say is daddy make it go away Sometimes the only way out is as a carcass This is outstanding. He's got such a, a gift for rhyme. I mean, he yeah. really, like, he could be a rapper. Oh, yeah, like, yeah. He just rhymes with such fluidity. I'm, I'm a little jealous. Yeah. From the um, album Swords, not from the album Sometimes. It's the, the album is called Swords. I fucked up yesterday. Uh, Nick Lutzko right here in a song called Sometimes. Uh, link in the description to buy this entire goddamn album. In fact... Sometimes is, uh, I think, at the top. I think it's the most listened to track on Nick Lutzko's Spotify currently. So, uh, yeah, it's definitely the one to have. He performed this song live on uh, my show yesterday, on the interview show. So we he were brings his xylophone? That. 
Oh, uh, no. Like rock but and roll I, needs more xylophones. Yeah. In fact, I asked him about the uh, xylophone. I said, uh, <laughs> I said, how did you land on a xylophone as a lead instrument? Because that's what really makes it kind of maniacal. And that's one of the things I love most it about... Give it that tubular bells thing. <laughs> exactly right. There's something that puts you a little bit on edge. Like, man, this is just, this is slightly creepy. At the same time as being, you know, pulse-pounding and fun to listen to, there's something whimsical about the uh, xylophone that I love. It, it makes perfect sense that Nick also writes uh, songs for Netflix children's shows. So that's mm. uh, so that works out really, really say, well. It's kind of kissing cousins to the monsters theme. Okay, so what else? Uh, Baron Trump has coronavirus, but I, I think he's now tested negative again. He's tested so. negative apparently, so he's. I don't believe through. anything these people say about them testing yeah. negative this quickly. No, yeah, it's rid- well. They, it, it all depends on when they got it initially, because they could have. Who knows? And they've been using rapid tests, which are 48% failure rate mm-hmm. Yeah. at the White House. So unless you're doing the test, it takes a day or two to get back, which yeah. is a PCR test, I believe. Um, that's a more accurate test. The, the, the rapid tests have very bad sensitivity Hello? to the virus. So. Yeah. Um, and so the fact is you need the ones that, I mean, I literally took one yesterday because I've had a chronic sore throat for three weeks. No mm-hmm. fever, nothing else. I feel fine other than this th- sore throat that I thought was due to my flu shot. Yeah. So I decided yesterday, I'm like, you know what? I should go get, and I had to do the thing myself up my nose. Not very fun. Oh, that's um, horrible. Yeah, I would not But wanna... it's better if you do it yourself because at least you can be gentle. Yeah, that's um, true. Uh, so I did that, and I'll know in a few days. T- tomorrow at the earliest, um, probably by Monday at the latest. And if it comes back negative, then I'm going to call my doctor and go, look, I had a negative COVID test. I think I have strep or something else that's mm-hmm. bacterial because a viral infection would have been gone by now. Well, so mm-hmm. the tests have that accuracy problem, and Donald exactly. Trump himself has a 0% accuracy problem. So right. I- I'm yeah. assuming that what's happening is, is Donald Trump's informing, or I should say ordering, the White House medical office to lie for him. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's when he's still taking the the I forget what it's called the antigen test. Oh versus yeah, the... the PCR test and the PCR test is very accurate. Right, it's more accurate than than the antigen test, which is like forty eight percent inaccurate. So. Yeah, and tr- and Trump doesn't want accuracy, and he doesn't no. want the thing up his nose either. He, no, he's not owl. into that. Yeah. <laughs> He's not a big fan of well, that. But he does snort Adderall. It should be kind of easy to get up and through his nostril to oh, get both yeah, sides. Oh, yeah, that's know? right. But again, he doesn't get a bump off of the swab. True. <laughs> no, 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 and he might actually lose money when it comes out covered in drugs. You know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, I guess uh, on that note, we shall uh, wrap up here. <laughs> because I tell you what, we just had to spend you know, the last 15 minutes. I, I edited it all together so you don't know us, notice it. But we just had to spend the last 15 minutes fighting with the thing that we use, the platform that we use to connect all together. So there's it's like a, who's on first. Like Bob totally. could hear me and I couldn't hear him, and then yeah. I could hear him and he couldn't hear me. And, and I was all refereeing. alone. Yeah. I was all alone. It was so sad. <laughs> like I was, I felt so alone, and there were wolves outside. I was singing Three Dog Night songs. It was really <laughs> sad. <laughs> Okay, well, the postmortem show is coming up next. When this music is done playing, we keep on talking, and then we take that bit of talking and we stick it on our Patreon page, and you can listen to it. All that talking. Patreon.com slash Bob Show, or for your convenience, BobSeskaShow.com, or there's one other option. Click the all caps Patreon link just beneath my face at the top of the page at BobSeska.com. Got it? If you sign up at $5 a month, you can listen to two postmortem shows every week. That's eight postmortem shows throughout a course of a month for your five bucks. 
If you sign up at uh, a little bit more, if you sign up at $10 a month, you get the two post-mortem shows every week, plus the Friday after party with me and Kimberly Johnson, which is a fun, fun time that we all have. Lots of, lots of, lots of fun. fun. Okay. Fun. Yes. And so, uh, meanwhile, David uh, Ferguson, T-Rex, as we call him, I don't know why I'm saying it that way, but he's at <laughs> patreon.com slash the T-Rex report. Also, astralsummer.bandcap.com. Jody Hamilton is at from-the-bunker.com. That is her podcast called From the Bunker. Also found at sexyliberal.com with the entire lineup of Sexy Liberal Podcast Network programs. Murderer's Row of podcasting. That's what I'm calling it. At least for now, we're we're all murderers or something. We're all we're all fighters, that's for sure. Because we were just shooting more fighting videos for the next yes. sexy liberal mm. virtual tour. So get ready for that. I'm in there. Jody's in there. Uh, everyone's in there. The entire uh, the entire cast and crew. I think even Doctor Doom is going to be it's in this. The cast sexy- of Cleopatra. <laughs> I mean, everybody's exactly. in it. And yep. the cast of thousands. Exactly. Yes, indeed. Okay, that's it for the show. Have a great weekend. Uh, We'll see you on the after party tomorrow. For those of you uh, who are subscribed, for the rest of you... Thank you, listeners. You're going to miss out if you're not subscribed. So go to Patreon and subscribe to the show, all the bonus content. All right, folks, take it easy. See you next time. Bye-bye. With so many changes going on in the world nowadays, it feels like every day there's something new. But there's one thing that you can count on. It's that looking good often makes you feel really good, too. And we could all use just a little bit more of that. If you have under-eye bags, dark circles, or crow's feet, imagine that those things are gone, vanished, without making an appointment with a plastic surgeon or leaving the house. It's called Plexiderm, a clinically studied serum that visibly reduces the signs of aging in just 10 minutes and lasts up to 10 hours. Add some confidence in your life, knowing you look Look your best, even if you're having a makeup-free day. Plexiderm goes on clear, so nobody's going to know that you're using it unless you tell them. And that's why guys like it, too. And Plexiderm works great with oil-free makeup. Today, you can try a six-day application trial pack for just $14.95 with free shipping when you visit www.buyplx.com voices or call 800-685-1292 and give the code Voices. Order today. Shipping is free and it's backed with a 30-day money-back guarantee. Make those wrinkles, lines, and under-eye bags disappear with Plexiderm. Visit buyplx.com slash voices or call 800-685-1292 and say the code voices at checkout. Thank you.